from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome everybody to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is the Fight for Monday Night, and I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I just want to say I hope everyone had an absolutely amazing New Year. Happy New Year 2021. We're going to start it off right. It's going to be way better than last year's bullshit of a year, and we're going to have a great freaking time. Before we get into the show, thank you to all our subscribers from all over the world. December was our highest month, so thank you for all your downloads and support. Make sure to follow on Instagram at wrestling delorean pod that is at wrestling delorean pod on instagram let's get into a big show today's show is dedicated to wcw 1995 world war three pay-per-view november 26 1995 from north folk virginia wcw presented the three ring extravaganza 60-man battle royal in the main event we had some crazy, crazy, craziness on the show, but a lot of it was just, eh. <sighs> Let me just get, start out by saying that lately, WCW's product seems like the tale of two shows because a lot of this show was probably booked on WCW Saturday night because some of these storylines were blow-off grudge matches that have not been not been shown on Nitro or even talked about on Nitro once. There was a whole lot of interviews on this show, a whole lot of backstage promos, a lot of promo time. And really, it was a one-match show, and it was the main event. So we're just going to talk about that. I'm not going to go into every single interview because it seems like everyone on the roster got a promo. But... We start off with Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan. They're on uh, commentary for tonight. The first match, we have Diamond Dallas Page versus Johnny B. Bad for the services of Kimberly Page and the television title. Now, like I said, this was not talked about at all on WCW Nitro. I really feel like Nitro is, the, I guess, the second show. Like, you know how there's an a, B, a show and a B show for Raw and SmackDown? I feel like WCW Saturday Night right now is the A show and Nitro is the B show. Because storylines are not even being talked about on, what's it called, Nitro. And they're getting blow-off matches on pay-per-view, which is baffling to me. Chris Benoit joins the Four Horsemen on 
for on uh, what's called WCW Saturday Night, not on Nitro. Anyway, so this is the blow off match to a feud that I don't even know anything about because of this bullshit. But Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page nonetheless had a very good opening matchup. They had good chemistry. They did their thing. It wasn't the best. It was good. I give it 2.5 out of 5 stars. Johnny B. Bad ends up winning the matchup and the services of Kimberly Page and the television title. So, good opener. We got like 16,000 interviews and promos. Let's just go to the next match. Jim Duggan versus Big Bubba Rogers in a tape fist challenge. This, once again, was not built at all on Nitro, but was presented as a blow-off to a long feud between these two, which I never knew was going on because I don't watch WCW Saturday Night. And I'm probably not going to watch WCW Saturday Night. So I really hope that they start treating Nitro like the flagship show because this is not what it is, bro. Anyway, this was an absolute snooze fez of a match. I couldn't get into it. A lot of slow-paced action. I'm going to give this uh, 0.5 stars out of 5. Really nothing to me. The next match on the show was one of my two favorite matches on the show. It was Chris Benoit versus Kazuki Sasaki for the U.S. champion. This was a really good matchup. Chris Benoit and Sasaki really did their thing. I enjoyed this matchup. Chris Benoit at the time, I feel like, was really, really firing on all cylinders. And now that he has his alliance with the Four Horsemen, I think that even makes him even more dangerous. So, really cool to see him there. I like that Suzaki won because we're going to see more of him on WCW as the U.S. champion. But once again, this is something that was not talked about because at the time, Sting was the U.S. champion before the show. Also, coming into the show, they say that Sting lost the title in Japan to Suzaki, and there's no footage of this. We're just going off of their word. I don't know. If there was a partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling, they could have at least shown the footage of this. But it was not talked about at all. That's what I'm saying. There's like such a disconnect because I watch Nitro every week and there's a disconnect between this and their pay-per-view. But be that as it may, Kensuke Suzaki wins the matchup. He successfully retains good matchup. 3.5 out of 5 stars. Once again, we got a whole bunch of interviews. The Taskmaster, Hulk Hogan, Sting, you know, your sister's asshole. A bunch of fucking interviews. We get Macho Man versus Lex Luger. This was a grudge match that's been built on Nitro. See, this makes sense to me. I am excited for this match. This was a good matchup. At the end, Lex Luger actually beats Macho Man by submission. Macho Man has the injured arm. Lex Luger wins by submission. And he refuses to let go of the arm bar until Sting comes out and talks to Lex Luger. And Lex Luger actually lets go of the arm bar. This is... Very reminiscent of when Sting did not let go of the Scorpion Deathlock on Ric Flair, and it took. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy. 
as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Lex Luger coming out to talk to Sting. So now, I don't know where this is going. Lex Luger is a clear heel. Sting is a clear babyface. And there's still an alliance between the two, which is very interesting. It's very compelling. I just don't know where it's going. This matchup, I give it a 2 out of 5. Decent. The next matchup was my match of the night. It was Sting versus Ric Flair. Very good matchup. Every time these two guys touch, it's gold. I love their chemistry between these two. This was such a legendary rivalry. To catch you guys up to pace, Sting helped Ric Flair when Ric Flair was feuding with Arn and Brian Pillman. It was a double turn. Sting warned Flair not to screw him. Uh, Flair did just that. He screwed Ric Flair. I mean, he, he screwed Sting. Sting is now feuding with the NWO, which is comprised of Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, of course, Chris Benoit, and Flying Brian Pillman. Sting wins this matchup when he reverses the. Finger four leg lock to the Scorpion death lock. This was a really good matchup. I give this a four out of five stars. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this match. It wasn't their best matchup that they ever had. It wasn't Bash at the Beach. But this was a great, great match. I really like it. I am a huge Sting mark. I'm a huge Flair mark. What can I say? Who isn't? Next, we have the 60-man battle royal, which was the most biggest clusterfuck of a match that I've ever seen. This was just doing too much. This matchup, the whole matchup until it became one ring was... You have the 60 men. You have 20 men in each ring. And you have the screen split into three. Three small little boxes. Like, think of picture and picture and picture. And you have... It's very hard to really see the action. You have three different commentary teams that are switching it off between rings. This just was hard to watch. It was very confusing. It gave me a headache. I couldn't really get into this until the last, you know, minute. I mean, the last uh, ring. Because after there's, I think, ten men in each ring, then they get into one ring. Which is like this, yo. Vince Russo didn't even book this shit. That that's the fucking that's the fucking like crazy part of this. But anyway, so you have all these convoluted rules, all the like two, three different commentary teams, three different cameras, three different things to watch on one screen. 
it was just very hard to watch. Anyway, at the ending, we get Sting, Giant, Hogan, Flair, and Macho Man Randy Savage as the final guys in ring one. Nothing really happened of note before this, so I'm just going to cut all the way to... Like, by the way, this was like a 50-minute matchup. Like, so it was almost an hour. I'm skipping to, like, the last 10 minutes for anything that's notable. Anyway, so... Hogan, he eliminates Ric Flair. Sting, Hogan, and Macho, I believe, eliminate the Giant. Macho Man then is... What's called hurt? He's a he just eliminates one man gang. Also, one man gang has Macho Man and Ric Flair. I mean, Macho Man Randy Savage's attention. I'm sorry, this is so confusing if you're like trying to just like picture this all in your head because it was fucking confusing to watch too. But anyway, the giant he pulls out Hulk Hogan through the bottom rope. The referee doesn't see it, he just sees that Macho Man is the last man in the ring. He crowns Macho Man the new world heavyweight champion. Hogan throws a fit. He says, I was never eliminated. He tells the crowd to tell Macho Man. He's happy for Macho Man, but he doesn't think that Macho Man should be the champion. Macho Man says, it is what it is, Hogan. It is what it is. So Hogan's like, ooh, you know what? Tomorrow night on Nitro, brother, I want you to see the footage, brother. But I'm proud of you tonight, brother. But I want to have a title shot against you, brother. Because I never was eliminated, brother. And Macho Man's like, ooh, yeah, I like to be fair and square. Yeah, so I would watch the footage tomorrow night. Why would you wait a whole night to watch the footage? You're literally there at the venue now. You could just watch the fucking footage. Anyway, at the end of this, Macho Man Randy Savage is your new WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Hulk Hogan, didn't lose the matchup, so he has a gripe against it. This show was ass. <sighs> this was better than Halloween Havoc, I gotta say. But besides that, I'm giving this show a 1.5 out of 5. Didn't really care for it much. Did I enjoy it? Somewhat. I Sometimes I enjoy bad stuff because of how bad it is, but that's not... Saying that it's good. Anyway, yeah, 1.5 out of 5. Macho Man is the new world champion. Next week, we will be going back to Nitro versus Raw. We will have multiple Nitros versus multiple Raws. So we're going to really start moving here. We're probably going to watch all the way until 1990, uh, what's called the beginning of 1996. So we're here. We're starting at November 27th, 1995, next week. And we're going to watch all of December's Raw and Nitros next week. Here on the Fight for Monday Night. This is the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am Mike De Niro. I hope everyone has a great week. Once again, Happy New Year. Make this year a year to remember and not for negativity. And follow along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Download the podcast. I'll see you on Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday Night, AEW versus NXT. And then once again, Friday, as we return with Brand Supremacy. Going back to the regular schedule. See you guys then. Thanks for all the support. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 